So, uh, it's an honour to say, uh, Martin Freeman, welcome to Absolute Radio. Thank you very much. Uh, it's good to have you on board uh, here on the Home Time Show talking about Breeders, uh, your fantastic new comedy on Sky One. Uh, excuse my French, but uh, would you say it's a show about parents feeling bad that sometimes they might think that their kids are pricks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, that is definitely a part of the show. You're, yeah, more, than, you're more than welcome to use that slogan <laughs> if you want on posters and so on. Uh, it's quite a long one. It is a little bit. It's quite, we'll need a bloody big poster. Okay. It's pricks. In, okay. in, in, in <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a new title for the show. There you go. Yes, it, it is partly about that. I guess it came from... Initially, it came from an idea that I had and uh, f- feelings that I'd had about when you um, talk to other parents and, you know, when I, when I was a newish parent. And uh, and there's a, there's a lot... Today, these days, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of attitudes that are just that sh- parenting should only be like almost everything in life should only be a positive thing, yeah. And it should only be almost exclusively a, a lovely, wonderful, dreamlike state that you're in. And I think I've I found myself uh, n- n- not feeling that. I mean, I'm like, feeling that sometimes, of course. Yeah. Uh, like you know, you love someone like you've never loved anyone, but also uh, the flip side of that is that you've never been tested in that in that way before until you're a parent in that particular way. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I kind of, I kind of had enough of, you know, nice, you know, North London dinner parties where people would just be going, oh, isn't it amazing? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's amazing <laughs> to be a parent. I'm like, yeah, it is, it is. But why, why is no one also yeah. telling the truth that it's also easily the hardest thing you'll ever do if you want to do it well? You know? I was watching the episode that we're all going to mm. see tonight, and I, I felt that this is this is something that's really exploring the feelings that parents have but would never vocalise because yes. you're thinking, bloody hell, if I say this, like, shame's going to be brought on me, but yeah. it's yeah. it's what we all feel. Yeah, it's what we all feel and it's and it's, and I, it's, it's what I have said, you know, I mean, that, that opening scene in the first episode to that's, yeah. I've done that, I've, you know, I've done that, that actually dreamt that, that was yeah. the, that was the, the this the thing that gave birth to this series was I I had that dream, um, and I've done it and I've spoken to my children in appalling ways. I mean, fortunately, I also talk to my children in very loving, yeah, balanced, demonstrably out. loving. Yeah, yeah. Sixty forty. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's but, a powerful thing though to be able to make people experience relief as they watch yeah. it, thinking, "Wow, that's me." Yeah, but also make them laugh at the same time. Yes, I mean, hopefully that's what we've done. You know, I, I developed the show with uh, Simon Blackwell and Chris Addison, and we, we both, uh, all three of us, kind of, you know, we, we worked up what the show was going to be, and it was, you know, largely centred around, you know, our, our kind of father's therapy meetings where we would say about <laughs> the things that made us feel most embarrassed or ashamed of things that we had done as as dads, hopefully in a comedic setting. But, yeah, I think, I think you can do... Well, hopefully what we're trying to do is both those things where we we make situations and people relatable and go yeah. god I've, I've done that but also well please god it's funny as well mm. but I it's d- not but that's the thing it's not we don't put too much pressure on ourselves to make it funny every three seconds you know what i mean like, yeah some of it is pretty dark and some of it's kind of unsettling um and some of it's unsettling at the very same time as being funny you know? do you find that as as the guy in the relationship you kind of avoid some of this but certainly from my other half katie's perspective like we've mm. got two like one and a half and, and ten so a bit of a gap right but um there's a lot I, I think sometimes the, the the women the females are more susceptible to the instagram everything's brilliant mm. the mum parenting groups mm. on facebook where people are not necessarily uh, giving their honest opinion of yes. how things are going in their 
lives. Yes. Uh, and then probably, you know, sometimes can get washed along with... If you look yeah. at Instagram, everyone's yeah. having an amazing life of with course, kids, yeah. kids wearing Scandi outfits yeah, and yeah, doing yeah. brilliant home craft projects. And it's filtered. And yeah. it's all filtered and everything. Yeah. But what I thought, and as Richard just said, it was fantastic about Breeders, is it's like a... It's a good, much-needed dose, dose of reality, really, isn't it? Well, in my experience, yes. It is, you know, and, it, uh, and it's fair to say, you know, Daisy Haggard, who plays uh, Maya the Half in it, uh, she plays Ali... Uh, you know, we're, we're keen to say, look, this is not the way everybody is. Not everyone's the same. You know, yeah. like, but my, this is definitely fairly close in in all the bad way, in the ways that I'm fessing up to, <laughs> fairly close to 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 me and and my shortcomings. You know, and I know their shortcomings. I know they are failings as a parent. Yeah. You know, because once you've lost your temper and you are screaming at your kids, something's gone wrong. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen, and it doesn't mean that sometimes you don't feel like you just need that outlet you know however however wrong that might be you know so if you if you're parenting your dad star was um a police drama from any era what would it be would you more are you more columbo kind of asking the questions or you i mean in I, my I, real life in real life are you professionals no. like slide over the it, kitchen there, table there is a bit of professionals <laughs> screech up there open the a, door yeah there is a bit of professionals actually yeah with i mean i couldn't be one program i would have to be professionals with a bit of columbo say uh, undercurrent of columbo i like <laughs> yeah, that yeah because because I think what we're showing in the show and what is certainly true of my life as a parent is that it's it's everything. It's all those things. Yeah. And I think sometimes in representations of parenting, especially in comedy ones, and there there are some really good comedy ones, you know, but sometimes we can go down too far down the line of, you know, your version of disciplining a child is to say, "Oh, now come on, Tommy, that's not very good, is it?" And I think well that that's not true. You yeah. know, because if Tommy's just disobeyed you four times, you're going to want to throw Tommy out the window <laughs> and you're going to want to tell Tommy about that and and warn him, you know, yeah. warn him. Um again, is that correct? No. And is it, it should should that be in parenting manuals? No, but is it true? Yes, it, yeah. it, it's just true. At some at some point you are going to lose your rag, you know. Tolerance appears to be one of those first things that it's a level that drops, mm. I think, as, yes. as a parent. And I think one of my favourite things of the episode that people will see tonight is um, uh, when there are, shall we say, some youths outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that's so real. It's the kind of thing that pre-parenting, you'd, you'd know they're there, yeah. but you're, you're not going to go anywhere no, it near it them. wouldn't bother you, yeah. But someone messes with your sleep and the oh, sleep yeah. of the your sleep family's your house. Yeah, I was like, yeah. go on, Paul, chin them. Chin them, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I, I've gone out of the house before, and, and this is honestly true, the, the, an ice cream van used to pull up out the front of our house mm. in, in the summer, every, every, same time every day, right in the middle of our, of our daughter's yeah, nap in the daytime. Yeah. And I've gone and paid him before to move oh, a couple really? of streets down. Really? I'll buy a couple of chalk ices off you, mate. Yes. Get a move on. But it's oh, amazing really, how you can yeah. hear stuff in the street when you just want them to go to sleep, oh, isn't man. it? Yeah, it's really true. I remember, yeah, putting them down when they, you know when they're when they're at that age and they're going down at sort of tea time. Uh, you know, that's when the sort of the seventeen-year-old on his motorbike wants to just sort of run up and down the road. Yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah. it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it feels like you're sort of diffusing a bomb. You know, yes. try, trying to get a, a, a little one to sleep <laughs> when you haven't slept and when you know a lot, a lot of your day revolves around the fact that someone in this house is going to have to get some rest or we can't function, you know. Yeah. Um, but they didn't prepare you for that, though. I mean, I don't, before no. you had kids, did you go to uh, parenting classes or mm. NCT? It's all biscuits uh, yes. and tea and plastic babies in slings, isn't it? It's yeah. not real proper... They should, mm. they should have... An, I think there should be an overlap between... You know they, the SAS train on Exmoor? Yes. They should overlap that with parenting classes. Mm. Yeah. L- tracer ammunition, yeah. nighttime and, and Middleton maneuvers. to do it. Yeah. Exactly. What about that? I think they, they should be a little bit more realistic well, well, I now, I, I realise now, since I've become a, you know, my kids are now 14 and 11, so it's a while ago now, but since I've become a parent, I sort of, I see it as my 
friendly duty to when I'm when I'm working with people, uh, especially young guys. Actually, you know, if, you know, I've been I've been getting mic'd up by, you know, twenty seven year olds. You know, in, in the morning, ready for work. And I'm like, oh, actually, mate, I'm 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 due to have a baby in six months. I'm oh, congratulations, it's fantastic. And if they say, do you have any advice? I mean, I won't offer any. <laughs> but if yeah. they say any advice. I take it upon myself. I think it's my duty now to say, be prepared. Because if it's the lovely stuff, is lovely. You don't yeah. need to worry about yeah. that. You will love this baby more than you've ever loved anyone. It's the stuff Great. you'd be expecting. It's the, stu- it's, yeah, it's the stuff that you're not expecting about your learning about yourself. That was my thing, learning that. Oh no, I'm, I'm not uh, as nice as I thought I was, or as I hoped I was. You know, mm. because you haven't been tested in that same way before. Someone has not let you sleep and puked all over you, <laughs> and you know, etc. You know. So be prepared to be tested. Because I think yeah. a lot of the time we just want to kind of reinforce positive, you know, lies, basically. Yeah. We're actually lying to each other. And the more and you pile it on, I think the more you pile yeah. it on about your pretend, the, the, how great everything is, yeah. the, the harder it is. The then. harder the fall. Yeah. Of course. You know, if, whereas if you say, listen, it's going to be great, but some of it's going to be awful, right? Some yeah. of it's going to be awful. Then, if it isn't awful, bonus. Yes. <laughs> that, that's an amazing bonus. You should do a recorded message and <laughs> play out at NHS. You know, like before you do Quasar or Laser Quest, you have a little safety video. Get Martin to do it. Set brilliant. expectations low and then anything else is a bonus I think it's a wonderful mantra for life but, but for That'd life be isn't it because, yeah. because we, we do that in life you know yeah. we do that with anything we kind of hope and anything we wish we try not to get too excited about it so I think this is going to what's more important than bringing up kids nothing right so why not save yourself some agony and not think it's going to be 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 every day because <laughs> it's just not yeah. it's just not and so the times when it's 2 out of 10 yep don't kill yourself. Don't make yourself feel like you've really failed, like you're a bad person. Like, no, some days are two out of ten. Yeah. You know. So you, you lot both got teenagers then. So yes. what, how do things change for, for teens? What's the, what's the kind of insides lying on managing teenagers? Well, like, only in my case. I mean, again, everyone's different. Everyone, but in, but in, in mine, uh, I'm lucky. I've, you know, my kids are communicative. They're, you know, they're great, they're open, they're very nice. But you start to see that thing come in where you just think, I can't help you, you know, because you've gone into a different... You're a different person now. Like, or there's a different part of your personality coming in that I have nothing to do with me. And they've got different challenges than yeah. what we had oh, when man, we yeah. were totally. teens at the risk of sounding yeah. like some yeah. old fart. It takes yeah. four weeks but for they... a photo to be developed back <laughs> in the day now. Yeah. 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 We used to get stuff back with mm. stickers on saying, yeah. this is blurry, what were you doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. but that, and that's just, that's just a little one. Well, uh, also, trying to explain to your kids um, that there may be a downside of social media there just might be a downside uh, that we don't know what it is yet because well actually some of it we do know what it I mean some of there have been enough studies that that link social media use to depression and self-harm and self-loathing and all that like there's no surprise there because if you're constantly comparing yourself to the world and you find yourself lacking that's going to make you a bit sad Yeah. Uh, yeah but there are other ways that we don't even know all the good and all the bad like of course there's a good to it but trying to just rationalize with children about I, I don't want you to be doing this very a lot. Yeah. So so constantly having times where you're taking their devices off them and all that. And understandably, they they don't really 
they don't know viscerally what you're talking about. Like they obey because I'm their dad. Yeah. But they don't go. Yeah, I really agree with you, Dad. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, good one, Dad. What well they're thinking yeah, is cool. why. What's what's the harm? Yeah. What, what's the harm? So, and I can't even articulate what I think the harm is because maybe it's just me thinking I'm a boring old bastard. now. I, I, I don't know what. <laughs> so you've got to monitor. Am I just getting old and grumpy? With yeah, sometimes it's that, and sometimes no, I'm right. They shouldn't be doing this yeah. all this much, you know, yeah. because. <sighs> I don't think it's great when kids end up not knowing how to be self-sufficient and playing and being bored. I think being bored is vital. 100%. I'm always vital drumming on about board games and doing home crafts. Yeah. I don't sound like I'm on Instagram all the time, but mm. they, they, my eldest daughter is terrible at being bored. I think she needs a good old dose of summer holiday. You know, proper summer yeah. holiday boredom, yeah, right? Yeah. Six weeks of double <laughs> neighbours. <laughs> but that's how great things happen. Yeah, totally. I mean, but genuinely, like, punk wouldn't have happened if people weren't bored. 100%. But, but seriously, like, yeah. you, if if you were constantly stimulated, there'd be no need for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because it's just all being given to you. Whereas it's when you're at the end of your tether and you think, oh, this is rubbish, I'm just looking at the wall again, that hopefully you, you might you might do a great painting or you might yeah. go out, God, God forbid, you might actually leave the house. <laughs> Christ the yeah. yeah. And do something That's else. A great, right? That is a great point. If it yeah. wasn't for boredom, then none of those things would happen. Yeah, no. And hopefully on our show, we'll put boredom <laughs> yeah. centre stage. Yeah. Um, I was looking You're doing your bit. We are doing that. You've heard <laughs> the second it, wave of punk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was talking about this morning of some of the shows that I've really enjoyed you in and um, I, fe- I felt that some of the characters that I've I've seen you play, mm. you you do despair brilliantly. So like <laughs> I, I was thinking like Lester in mm. Fargo, which mm. I know both Bush and I absolutely loved. loved. Thank you. Um, but Watson in Sherlock, even Mister Madden's in Nativity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's an element, of, and now obviously Paul in mm. Breeders. Mm. Um, you you do despair fantastically so I wondered what mm. makes Martin aside from politics and anything like that yeah, yeah, yeah. what makes you despair about everyday life um this, uh, bad manners yes Ooh. rudeness yes yeah. rudeness bad manners is in yeah. like eating with the mouth open no the band the, he lip hates the band no, no. <laughs> not into scum <laughs> lovely puff fatty um, you know what that always goes off on this show <laughs> it does doesn't it they I love, love it puff yeah. fatty, they love it um no, just rudeness. I, I suppose in a very, uh, without getting political about it, I, sp- I was brought up in a way that um, I had, it wasn't drummed into me, but it was just part of the the wallpaper, the mo- mood music of my life was you're not the only person here. Mm. I mean, you've got to share it with other people. And so you can't behave as if everything is your front room, you know. Um, I, I just, you know, I like a bit of please and thank you and I like a bit of... It oils the wheels of society, yeah. you know. Just be, being polite goes quite a long way, and I and I don't like rudeness at all, and, and, and the, I don't like entitlement, and yeah, don't like that. Well, the bit in like uh, Richie's referenced in Breeders Tonight where Paul does have a go at these two youths. You look like yeah. you could handle yourself in a Yates's Wine Lodge. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with you. Good, some good swearing. Are you impressed with his swearing? Yeah. Do you know what Paul's? Yes, Paul's swearing was really on point. good. Yeah. Really well, I, good. Yeah, but I think that was well because. Um, Simon Blackwell, who's the writer, and Chris Addison and myself. You know, Chris Addison was the um, uh, co-director, and you know, we all, we all sort of uh, created the show together. That was a very strong thing for us. Was like just that, you know, the rage. Yeah, you know, rage, rage that you're that you're not expecting. Yeah, that comes almost like I can go from zero to a hundred, and I have no idea how it's happened, when it's happened, or why it's happened. You know? Yeah. Um, they're probably going to need to go to a shrink to find out, <laughs> um, and, that, and that's another thing that develops as the series goes on. Like you know, yeah. maybe I should see someone about this uh, anger. But um, yes, yeah, swear. I mean, swearing is a. I don't think gratuitously. Like, no, no. For instance, I, I can, for instance, not happily not swear now. I think there's a time and place for it. But you know, 
I swear at home, and I, I definitely, my kids have definitely heard words they should not have, and I don't say that with pride, no. I I'm not glad I did it, but they definitely heard stuff that they should not have heard as early as they heard it. Yeah. Um, and I, tr you know, I try my best always, but it's just a, a fact of life. If you're if you're a sweary person, and I happen to be a sweary person, you know, we like sweary people on this show. But I think sometimes, like, we're not on air. <laughs> no, 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 we don't like them. No. <laughs> no, I think sometimes as a parent, though, um, but also when I, when I think back when I was a kid, but mm. also with with my kids, um, that um, that sudden hearing of a of a parent swear mm. when you realise mm. that they don't. I think sometimes the kids will then realise. Oh, hang on, okay, yeah, Dad has got a filter here and it's yeah. important to have a filter. And yes. um, I, I don't know, there, there is something important about hearing the odd parental swear, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I'm probably one of my failings genuinely. And I, and I, I hasten to I think I'm a decent dad, you know, before I run myself into the ground here. It sounds like we should call <laughs> social services. I think I'm a decent dad. But yeah, one of my failings is I, I, I have had a problem in the past with f filtering that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because as I'm... As I'm having that conversation with myself, if you're, you know, having a, com a conversation with a young child or telling them off, or if you're just annoyed, and you you have that crossroads where you think, now what I want to say is this word, and I'm not going to say that word, obviously, aren't I? Maybe I am going to say. <laughs> so you almost yeah. like, in order to defy yourself, yeah. you end up saying the word to make you loathe yourself even more. Do you mm. know what I mean? Well, like speaking of being wound up, um, on on the Home Time Show, we we run a um, uniform task force called the British Transport Social Police. Uh, and it's uh, we I walk up and down the uh, the carriages of Britain's trains and planes mm. and tubes and whatever, cracking down on antisocial behaviour. Right. Always add into the constitution, mine. Is there anything, uh, any behaviour from strangers that you would like us to add into what is being cracked down on by the British Transport Social Police? So. I, I think that. Well, I mean, I don't know whether it's any. I'm adding to anything. I think all things are probably pretty well covered. Like, be considerate when you're on your phone. Nice. Mm -hmm. As in, what does that mean, though? Don't don't use it. No, I, th I think sometimes. I think we can all be forgiven for using our phone. Okay. But I just think don't again don't act like you're in your front room. You we, know, like I don't want to hear all your. Here's here, actually okay. Here's a thing that I don't. I don't think is ever acceptable. Actually, <laughs> yeah. If you're in a restaurant mm -hmm. and it's getting much more normal now that someone is, if you got your headphones in, fine, do what you like. I don't care. But like on speaker, yes, people showing each other bits of Instagram or YouTube that are quite loud, or yeah. you're having loud sort of conversations with your parents in Italy or whatever and it's like well I don't want to I don't want people to know anything about me yeah yeah he, he, said, he said on the radio <laughs> talking about how bad a parent <laughs> but I, I don't want when I'm in a public space I don't want people to know anything about my private business no, no. not even one side of a phone call <laughs> why would you want people to hear both sides of your call they don't like, care anymore no. do they, do they? Yeah. We've, we've tried to cover it off in the uh, in our constitution as if um, do not use your phone mm. as if you're on the apprentice yes so, um, you know you're doing the bit at the end where they got through the speaker I think the, the, the <laughs> we could go with an air, a whole section called uh, Freeman's front room Thesis. Yeah, so, yeah, you're not in your front. <laughs> you're room. not in your front room. Yeah. Anything else? Like, any other ones that are chuck in though? So phones in particular. Any other stuff that gets you go? Anything slightly unusual that you come wound up um, on public transport? It's usually. I mean, I, th I suppose it's usually about noise. I noise. Because listen, I have music wherever I go all the time. I find life almost unbearable unless I'm listening to music, right? Okay. But no one else needs to hear my music. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like that's that's for me. So um, when you when you have someone sat behind you that might be playing their awful drum and bass yeah. off the off their bad phone. Then... Well, just anything, even music that I love off a bad, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You know, if you're watching a film that I love, I don't want to hear it on your rubbish phone. You don't, you know, the person next to you, they might have just had a bereavement. Just like, yeah. rein it in. Exactly, be, this is cons great. be considerate. All of this stuff is not rocket science. It's like, 
We all know this. We know it. Yeah. You know, but I th- somehow we just uh, allow ourselves to forget it. I think it's um, there is, uh, and I'm not saying oh, it was better in the old days at all. But I'm saying there's a there's a level of sort of selfishness and entitlement now. I th- I really do think mm-hmm. that has crept slightly up and up and up. I yeah. No, I 100% Agreed. totally agree. It's going straight in the Constitution. Thanks. So, look, it's like Bre- Room 101. Then. It is like Room 101. <laughs> uh, Breed is on tonight. Even, look, if you're not a parent, it, you might want to watch this programme and decide whether you want to have kids or not. I hope it doesn't put anyone off having a kid because, <laughs> because obviously being a parent is a wonderful thing. It's the most important, most worthwhile thing I've ever done. But you know what, though? But, I think if there's people sat there who are sick of um, uh, saccharine sweet parental photos of other people on Instagram, it might be yeah. quite nice for them to sit there and watch I it all go wrong for I think it's quite cathartic, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think as a... I hope as a parent... I mean, listen, this isn't a... We're not doing... Um, this isn't social work. We are making funny telly, hopefully. But so it's not. We're not doing providing charity work. But if there is a sort of social side to it, I think it's quite cathartic watching other parents mess mm. up royally, right? Big time, and do things that we we know we're not supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're not a parent, I, I just think it's a funny show. It you is. know, it and is. I think it, anything that reminds me of vague human truths, uh, because if you're not a parent, then you've been parented, yep. or you know people who are parents. It's like. One of the things that we we really quickly just to touch upon that we haven't mm. spoken about before is even mm. if it's not about like you and your kids, mm. it's about the uh, it's about the parents yes. as, who in this in this show obviously are coming in as grandparents yes, yeah, 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 and yeah. we've all experienced oh, yeah. that as well. I yeah. mean, in this you obviously explore a little bit of the frustration of parents sometimes yes. as grandparents to the kids. Yes. But yeah, so, there's, two, there's hour that to enjoy two hour nap at three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon, <laughs> not yeah. problem at all. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Yes, uh, well, listen, uh, it's a fantastic show. We absolutely loved it. Thank uh, you. Breeders tonight, Sky One, ten pm. Martin Freeman. Thank you so much. Thank you.